Hello all, I am Roberto Baldezon for the R. Baldezon podcast and the rbaldezon.com blog. Thank you so much for lending me of your time. I know it's uh, very precious and so I want to get through this very quickly. As you know, this is my second recording that I'm actually doing inside my car as I head home after a long day and a board meeting at the school where I work, uh, observing the many characteristics of leadership that sort of, you know, play a, a similar, or rather they are displayed in many different capacities throughout a, uh, an organization such as a K-12 school. And in this case, I'm a, a high school only, a private school, and I had the IT department, and of course, I am sort of the lone experienced uh, person of the IT department, given that recently uh, we went through some some changes in my office, and, and I, I, I had an opportunity to put a new team together. So I have a tech support specialist whom I wish to make him the, the junior network administrator, if not the senior network administrator, within the next three years. Uh, as you know, if you've heard me before, I'm always looking at three years out uh, in front of me, not just making decisions for the sole purpose of that school year, but rather seeing how this is going to impact going forward. So in hiring this tech support specialist, you know, it, it was a bit of a challenge because he's fresh out of college with a psychology major, not, you know, it has nothing to do with techie stuff. However, he, he did play a role in the tech support department there at his college previously for a couple of years and so he has that kind of technology experience on him though he does not have this you know more in-depth um, theoretical approach to managing systems and and knowing how all of these function on a, on a enterprise network simply because he was not in charge of that so he's never had access to or even uh, had his hands on say, you know, administrative capabilities on a server. On the other end, I have a, uh, a somewhat experienced teacher, tech teacher, who is now uh, here to help me kind of play a role with the, uh, with the faculty and supporting them more than anything, supporting them as full-time as possible during their classes, planning, co-teaching, you know, teaching some lessons to the students that are, are, you know, tech only so that they get the skills up to date so that they can actually do the work that the teacher is requiring of them. And so in, in leading these two uh, people in my department, I'm faced with a, with a particular challenge that I have not had before. One, they're, they're not as experienced in the sense of, of working in a school of our type. and you know, being in a tech department, like a formal tech department. So it's about giving them ownership and little by little, subversively, allowing them to make more decisions as we head down the road without really putting the onus of the responsibility of those decisions on them quite as clearly as, you know, you would otherwise do in a tech department in a more formal environment. And by that I mean, you know, it's one, he's a, he's a very young 
person. He, he's he's got a lot of potential. He's very incredibly bright, and it's little by little, you know, allowing him to know that he can take the reins. And it's a tricky terrain because I have to let him make some mistakes. And the tricky part about that is I have to design those mistakes. Otherwise, uh, they could wreak havoc and, you know, give me a pair of long weekends, uh, which frankly, I, I'd rather not have to do. So I have to design these mistakes on purpose without letting him know so that he can kind of go through this process um, of really messing something up and being able to recover from it. I am not interested in him knowing about it because then it, it becomes a fire drill and it's not something real. And so he needs to own it, he needs to champion it, he needs to come out of that saying, wow, I was able to pull that off, I can do many other things. Um, and so that's, that's one of the things that I'm, I'm continuing to work with so that uh, we're able to get him to the point where those mistakes grow and I can then give them, you know, some systems administrative duties where it's gonna be trickier, but I know that now he has the right set of resources around him that he can pull from and recover a lot faster. So that's, that's, that's the techie side. On the educational side, <clears throat> it's about, you know, trimming down on all the options and all the uh, caretaking that was going on prior with faculty and giving them a little bit more freedom to be able to do and design as they wish without having to depend on us as heavily. And by that I mean we need to empower and teach them. So aside from you know just the, the ed tech uh, integration coach or specialist, however it's titled in, in any other place, um, I need to be sure to design some skills around this where he's not only coming into the classroom to teach and, and to model and to co-plan co lessons and such, but that he's coming in with a cadre of resources that he's beginning to teach the teachers how to access, how to utilize, and from there they're able to draw a lot more than if they were coming to him with all their questions. So it's a tricky maneuver given that faculty um, usually get accustomed to a, a certain way of working and it's creating that shift is very difficult. However, you know, one of the things that we have that we have to our advantage right now is time. Um, we're not changing the model. We are simply slowly but surely introducing new components that at the right time become huge hits because they come right where the teacher can notice them the most. And by that I mean little things such as introducing a, a you know a quick short Grovo lesson on Gmail and then kind of going on top of that and saying hey you know we can we can maximize the way that you're sifting through email by doing these simple steps here but check out where I got the information from so that the teacher knows where the source is and this source is not something that is hidden or that is, you know, I don't know where you're getting it from and that's why you're getting paid the big bucks and so on, but rather, hey, this is where I'm getting my information from and guess what? You can get it from there too. So 
it's a lengthy process. It's none of these two strategies that I'm working with are gonna be completed within the year. I would say this is a two to three year um, project in, in each of the two, um, you know, the, the two scenarios because you're dealing with people and you're dealing with a working system. We, we have no time to shut everything off and go through the steps, but rather it becomes, on my part, it becomes a job of repetition. And it has to be consistent, and I totally understand that. And it has to be constantly modeled. So this is my approach, and this is what I'm doing with my team. I'm wondering what kind of stuff you guys are doing out there in your respective arenas. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, jump in and send me some emails. rbaldizon at gmail.com. I hope to be talking to you more from the inside of my car, simply because it's, it's, it's just more practical as I'm driving home. Uh, you hear the little turn signal and this, that, and the other, and, and forgive those little uh, sound effects, if you will. Uh, the fact is, this is where I'm basically thinking about work. So I want to leave it out there for you to consider, and if there's little seeds there that, that you can take and kind of make grow in your own corner, by all means, if, if you want to know more about, you know, in-depth scenarios and examples, I'm, I'm happy to share. Put them out there, you know, give me some ideas, some suggestions. What what can I be improving on? I'd love to hear back from you. rbaldezon at gmail.com. And of course, you can always go to the rbaldezon.com website and I'd love to hear from you. Have a good evening all. Talk to you next time.